Hey guys, welcome back to No Expectations Podcast. I'm William Bennett. Do you guys remember The Office? Of course you do. Everybody's streaming it on Netflix. Everybody's binging The the Office. We've been doing it for years. You ever notice how much of a jerk Jim Halpert is? He's a horrible guy. Let's get into it. So The Office was this beloved show. I I, I watched it when it was live on TV. Um, I've also watched it multiple times on Netflix. And I I recently watched it and and came to this conclusion that Jim is, is a jerk. He's a pansy. Like he's not a good guy. And I remember when we watched it, you know, everybody wanted to be Jim or, you know, Jim was the lovable guy. They did a really good job portraying that character as, um, I would almost say, kind of a stereotypical guy for this day and age, which is sad. I remember when I first, you know, and the second and the third and the fourth time watching the series, you know, everyone, including me, thought Jim was the best. Well, my eyes have been opened. After watching the series for the umpteenth time, I have finally come to the realization that Jim Halpert is a horrible guy. So here's my breakdown. I found four categories where Jim is, one, just a bully. Like, he's just a bully. He's a pansy. Two. Three, he's a bad friend. And four, he's a pretty lame boyfriend, fiancé as well as husband. Um, I don't think he was a bad father in the show. But let's start with the bully. First of all, every interaction with Dwight. Like, you never saw him prank Dwight, and it end up being kind of like, oh, gotcha, ha, ha, ha. No, Dwight was always left, like, infuriating. Like, infuriated. Like, Dwight was bullied on the show. You know, a prank typically is funny for all parties, like after the fact, right? Well, Dwight, Andy, you know, the office in general, they always seemed worse off after the pranks. And you could see that in some of the episodes where a prank may have gone too far. For example, when Andy punched the hole in the wall, it's like clearly you could see Andy getting worked up instead of coming in. I'm just joking. Here's your phone. And everybody could laugh about it. For the storyline, of course, Andy punches a wall, gets in trouble. This all stemmed from being bullied by Mr. Halpert. Now, Jim's a pansy as well. He's too cool to dress up for Halloween. That's the first thing. First and foremost, he's that guy that, you know, his girlfriend, his wife, whatever, you know, not just Pam, would like would love to go dancing at a wedding, and he'd sit there and be like, oh, I don't dance. He's too cool for school. And that affects his friends and family, his loved ones. He couldn't even dress for Halloween, and they even made it a point. And there's this one episode where Pam wanted him to dress. She dressed as olive oil, right? 
she wanted him to dress up as Popeye and he didn't do it. And you could just see the disappointment in her eyes. Like even just showing up to work, like who cares about work? If you have such a lackadaisical view on work and the people that you work with, why are you trying to be cool Jim Halpert at work? Why not partake in what your wife would like and dress up as Popeye? So instead, she's dressed up as olive oil by herself. Like you left your wife hanging, dude. You rarely see him stand up for anything. Oh, oh, let me let me get back to this. At the end of the episode, it looks like, oh, Jim is so sweet. He he stepped up and, uh, you know, came in as Popeye. And it's like, yeah, that's after the fact. And he still looked like the hero. It was like, oh, that was sweet, Jim. But no one remembers the beginning of the episode where he refused to do it and Pam looked dejected. She looked like she was dismissed because he wouldn't he wouldn't dress up. He rarely stands up for anything. He never stands up for the right thing, at least. How many times an opportunity comes up where Jim can come up and do the right thing and he backs down because he cowers. And he always buckles under pressure. Anytime he needed something or wanted something or wanted to push for something, it fell short. And you saw this big time when it came to, uh, oh my gosh, I'm drawing a blank all of a sudden, when, um, when they got their first boss in Michael's absence because Michael leaves and he goes to start his own paper company and that boss and, and and Jim shows up in a tuxedo to try and give Dwight a hard time and it totally backfires and it's around this time there's a couple times where his pranks or his antics completely backfire and he looks like a total douche <laughs> he looks like the total guy that he, he is in real life I'm not talking about the actor I'm talking about in real life Jim which doesn't really exist he just buckles i'm gonna get more to the pansy part when we get to the uh boyfriend's uh fiance husband section but he's also a bad friend you know like he didn't go to pam's art show he always finds a way to leave parties early that's what it, that's his mo he finds ways to get out of helping friends in need if Jim had a truck, Jim would be the guy that'd be like, oh, my truck's not working right right now. And someone needs help moving. He would find a way to get out of everything. Jim was about numero uno throughout the whole series. But for some reason, all of us, I mean, maybe most of us, maybe some people figured it out. But all of us think Jim, great guy, Jim. Now. The lame boyfriend, fiance, and husband. This is the part, this is the biggest section. Of girls that I know who watched, watched the show, who did crush on Jim Halpert, who thought that Jim was the bee's knees, I, th I think they seem to forget about everything about the list. And again, I watched the whole, the whole series just recently, over the past like two, three months. Every season, even the bad ones. And it, and it hit me kind of going into the eighth season. I was like, man, Jim's just a jerk. He's not a great guy. And I kept telling my wife and she kept, <laughs> she kept kind of laughing at me. Cause every time he do something, I was like, Oh, Jim Halpert's a jerk. So I wish I would have rewatched the whole thing. I'd have taken so like so many extensive notes. I could probably have an hour and a half long podcast just on the first couple seasons, but let's just go over a couple little points with the lame boyfriend, fiance slash husband. 
One, he convinced Karen to move to Scranton, and then he dumps her. Remember, he was so nervous. He was always worried about, like, well, are people going to come here? Like, are people going to come to where he was working at? Like, he was just a little nervous about it. He wasn't secure enough within, him, within himself to be able to handle that situation. So when he has to go back, he's kind of like, yeah, that's a good idea. I think he thought thinks of Pam and decides, yeah, Karen, you should come back with me. And Karen does. And throughout the course of Karen being in Scranton, you, she can kind of pick up on the vibes of him and Pam. And that, that's, that's got to be a rough situation to be in for her. She, she pretty much picked up and mo- moved and left her entire life behind for Jim. And Karen was great. Karen had a cool personality. You know, like she, they seemed to fit well together. They did a good job of finding like a good counterpart for Jim. But of course, him coming back with Pam, I believe the writers were trying to find the best way to separate Jim and Karen to allow an opening for Pam and Jim. I mean, Pam is already not with Roy anymore. So you can clearly see where his mindset was of being with one girl, knowing that he wants to be with another one deep down inside, not having the cojones to do the right thing early enough to break off the relationship with Karen. It's just sad. I felt bad for Karen. So I... Do you remember that Michael's dinner party with Jan? I think that's the first time we saw Serenity by Jan. Candles. Well, he tries to leave Pam at the party. Totally leaves her hanging. And she's seriously looking at him like, I can't believe you're doing this to me right now. So again, Jim tries to leave a party early. But not only does he try and leave a party early, he leaves his girlfriend hanging. Because he's not man enough to stick it through. Or to stand by her side. I talked about this in the in the uh, the Halloween part, the pansy part. But he never tries. He he never dresses in costume uh, for Pam. Um, but he did for Daryl. So I don't know if you remember an episode. I forget what they were, but they were like dressed up as like they just had basketball jerseys on or something like that. So when it came to like friends or looking a certain way to other people, he had no problem doing it, but wouldn't do it for his for his girlfriend or his wife at the time. Everything about him and Pam's relationship is due to his laziness, his inability to man up and do the right things, you know, leading her on while she was engaged, not asking her to marry him with fireworks when the fireworks went off at the work party. Like that one blew my mind. I was like, man, you paid all this extra money. And it was like, okay, I can see like, this is it. You just want to get it done. It's it's been enough. You got the ring. Everybody's gushing over you and stuff like that. So yeah, they have these great fireworks show at your work party. I, it's a matter of preference whether or not you would have done the same thing as far as like asking someone to marry you at a work party. But the fireworks were to go off. They were they were together. You know, you could see them, and they were sitting back from everybody. He hesitates. Andy comes up and does his thing. But even then, there's so many moments between Jim and Pam that there's a lot going on in the background, and they have this ability to tune it out and only focus on them too. And you see this throughout the series. 
But for some reason here in this momentous occasion, again, we understand it's for the show, it's for the storyline, but he can't, he can't muster up the strength to ask her and hides the ring back in his pocket. I don't understand wanting to ask her at the, the work party again. So do you remember where he asked her? He couldn't take it anymore, and he asked her at a gas station. And for some reason, this was romantic because it was one of those, like, running through the airport scenes where they finally meet up, and he just asks her because he just needs to ask her. It's like, dude, you asked her at a freaking gas station. And it's funny because somebody, I forget who, it may have been Meredith later on, but they kind of joked that that's what he did. But it all comes from, like, his laziness, his inability to man up. He bought a house without asking Pam. Gosh, if I would have bought a house without asking my wife, that would have sucked. A place that you're going to build your home. You're going to build your family. You're going to create your life. You're going to build your life in this, this place. It's sacred. Your house is sacred. And he does it without even asking Pam, as it's supposed to be some kind of romantic gesture. He took a job without asking Pam. They had made the decision that it wasn't the right time, and he did it anyway. And then when it came to investing into the company, they had agreed on a number, and he came in and invested a lot higher without telling her. So you, you see, I think in season nine, it, it kind of starts, you start to see like the trouble within their relationship. Out of nowhere, they're starting to have trouble. And it's just, it's just hard for me to look at Jim and be like, wow, that's a, that's a character that everybody wants to be like. And all the girls want their significant others to be like. Remember at the end of the season, he did this like big romantic gesture and had this DVD made for her, showing all the ways that she's worth it. Well, I found it laughable, laughable, because he didn't even he wasn't even the one that put it together. He asked the film crew to do him a favor. They hand him a DVD and he's like, oh, thanks, guys. Once again, Jim Halpert not pulling, not pulling his own weight for the relationship. Shows it to Pam, and all of a sudden she's like, oh my gosh, you're amazing. And all I could think about was like, he didn't even do anything. They just showed pictures of him randomly looking at you. If we all had that opportunity, we would all look like amazing rock stars. For the amount of times that I've looked at my wife with, in love, with loving eyes. But I would have made the video myself. You know, being a pansy is the root of all of his shortcomings. I've come to realize that Jim is the worst character in the office. He is. He's the most complacent one. He's the most lazy. At, at least Andy had drive. Dwight had drive. Even Pam had drive. Michael Scott had drive. Your other characters are more um, comic relief. Creed, Meredith, Kevin. But other characters all, all wanted to strive to be better. 
I mean, I just want to punch him in the face every time he looks at the camera with that lazy little I'm too good for this look. That's not what we're supposed to do as men. But here there's a generation of people watching The Office and loving The Office and seeing it and just being like, oh, Pam, oh, Pam and Jim. And now my eyes have been opened, you know. So how many Jim Halperts do you know? Are you a Jim Halpert? I know I've been a Jim. So for all of those out there, all you guys who don't want to be Jim, just try this, right? Just You got to ask yourself a couple questions. One, has Jim done this? Think about it. Has Jim done this? Would Jim do this? And do you, ma- do you imagine yourself staring at a camera? If there's an opportunity to say something at work or at school that might cut someone down just a little bit, and then you can, you can just imagine yourself looking over at the camera like, oh, I got him. Or if something embarrassing happens to somebody else. Everything that happened on the office that was like super embarrassing, that like instead of being supportive and being there to lift someone else up, Jim would look at the camera being like, whoop, oh, I can't believe that just happened. Sucks to be that guy. But this is Jim. And Jim is a horrible person. Don't be like Jim. Everybody, do you agree with me? Do you disagree with me? What do you guys think about Jim Halpert? I know that I'm being maybe a little hard on him. He's just a character on a TV show. But it was that realization about how much everybody loved a character. And then when you really look at it, realizing how horrible this person really is. So I'm striving to not be a Jim Halpert. I want to stand up for what's right and I want to do the right thing. And I want to treat my wife with the utmost respect at all times. Anyway, I digress. This is No Expectations Podcast. I'm William Bennett. And you just listened to me rant about Jim Halpert being a horrible guy. Find me on social media at No Expectations Podcast. Oh, it's No Expectation with No S Podcast. And I look forward to talking to you guys soon. Love you.